Good morning, mamas. Welcome to the Pillars for Purposeful Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Brita Wallace, and I am so glad that you are tuning in for this special episode today. Um, I just wanted to hop on really quick and just talk to you about what I am going to have planned coming up. So I was talking about uh, what I'm going to do on Tuesdays from now on and kind of seeing what I was going to do um, as far as a Tuesday teaching goes. Um, And I just wanted to just side note, my baby is asleep and could be waking up soon. So if he is, you will hear him and I will go get him. But hopefully this can be just a quick um, quick episode, an informational episode, if you will. And, uh, I will finish and wrap up before he wakes up. But so Mondays, um, as much as I want to, uh, structure them to do an actual teaching, um, with a message, um, I am just at like going to be totally transparent and honest. I am at full capacity with what I have going on in life with special needs children and things that are going on at home. Um, My second born is suspected to have some special needs as well. So of course we deal with some things um, with him, but he's tends to be more uh, even tempered and um, unless he's with his brother, then it's like one other, it's like the total opposite effect. (laughs) He's like a very short fuse. Um, but in the same exact, at, at the same time, he's been bullied by his brother, um, which is something that we are like working on and, you know, we're not tolerating at all. But we kind of knew that we were going to get to a point in life where Oliver was just going to be like, I'm not taking this anymore. And he's kind of, you know, at that point with Jack. He's a different kid on Fridays when he's home with me or when Jack isn't around. Um, and when they're, they're together, they're sometimes the best of friends, but I mean, man, they just fight and, you know, Jack really does things to get a rise out of him. So, but he seems to be, he's more, more joyful, less moody, um, when Jack is not, uh, encouraging his behavior. Um, I guess we'll put it that way. So, but he does seem to maybe have some, uh, ADHD, um, qualities going on as well. So we're working through that. And then of course we're dealing with Jack and his quirky, um, things and just kind of figuring out, you know, that's a, that's a a lifelong, uh, process. So last night I could play you a video. Um, I just recorded it not a video, but it was a video so that I could record the sound of him, of Jack in the shower last night screaming. Um, I mean, it sounded like his dad was murdering him, that somebody was like seriously hurting him because he had to take a shower. It had already been a few days. We let it go because, you know, we didn't want to have this fight with him and he was off of school. He wasn't really doing anything. He didn't really smell, you know, um, typically they're on this routine of, you know, showering or, or taking a bath every other day. He was really having a hard time with this idea. And we were like, okay, we will wait. You need to, um, and it had been like maybe a day 
longer than the every other day schedule. Um, you're on vacation from school. We'll wait. You know, you don't have to shower tonight, but you do have to shower tomorrow because you are going back to school, right? So, and then it will be a few more days. So we're going to give you some grace here and we're going to let this slide. However, um, you need to shower tomorrow. So he knew that expectation, but man, the battle that was had getting him to shower and his dad really kind of like having to force him to shower. Um, it was just a battle. There's a few things that could have been done differently. Um, and I don't need to get into all of that, but you know, as a parent, and family educator and like having this knowledge, there are things that like I realize, um, and, and his dad does, you know, the shower with him a lot. I'll do baths with him. But, um, there were some things that like, I'm like, okay, this, this could have happened or this should have happened and this would have went better. Um, like it was too close to his bedtime, um, which is never, a good thing, you know, like he's just too tired. He's really grouchy. He tends to be a kid that can be a little ornery and, you know, uh, just a little more moody, um, which is definitely an ADHD thing for him. Um, so giving him a shower close to bedtime, I'll just put that one thing out there. Uh, like very close to his bedtime within like 15 minutes after he was already at that point of like being really tired um, was just not ideal. That shouldn't have happened. It should have happened like an hour before that. So that's like one thing <laughs> that I was like, this shouldn't have happened at this hour. And I was putting the baby to bed and my husband was working on a puzzle, which really I'm so happy that he was doing something that he enjoys doing and that fills his buckets because he doesn't often do that. He'll like play games on his phone or do something like that. And I try to tell him like, this just takes away. This isn't something that fills you up. Doing a puzzle is something for him that fills his buckets. So I've been trying to have a puzzle out on the table. Um, since last week, we have this bar table and uh, I did a puzzle with Jack last week that he had gotten for Christmas and it was 500 pieces, which sounds like a lot for a six-year-old, but Jack has been doing a hundred puzzle pieces since he was like two and three years old with assistance. So 500 for him at this age, like that would be just astronomical for Oliver at six. Like that would just be because Oliver is not into puzzles at all. He's four. So that would be a total, a total no, right? Like for him, but for Jack, that's not, that's a, it's a challenge for him, but it's not something that he's not capable of. He definitely is capable of doing a 500 piece puzzle with, with help. So it was something that we did with him, uh, last week together. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to have a puzzle out on this table from now on, because even people that come over, friends and stuff, they come over and they'll, you know, Oh, you know, this is cool and 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 start to kind of, you know, be interested in the puzzle too. And I noticed that with one of my friends and I was like, "Oh, this is like a nice thing to just have out on this table that is often unused." Um, so we he was doing a puzzle and just kind of lost track of time and I'm like, "Hey, you know, Jack needs to shower." 
and he needed to shower. If we waited until the morning, it would have been even, it would have been the same situation, maybe even worse. And it would have been uh, the time crunch with having to get on the bus and stuff. It's just, that would have been a disaster, a bigger disaster, because then you have this uh, timepiece, right, involved as well. So it should have gone differently. It didn't. It is what it is. Um, But one of the quirky things that we discovered about Jack was um, I heard him say to his dad, you know, I really didn't want to shower after this was all said and done and he was calming down. I didn't want to shower because I don't like how my hair feels when I'm going to bed when it's wet. So I called him down and I said, Jack, I heard you say this to dad. Um, This is something we can solve. We have a blow dryer. Mommy can blow dry your hair. And he was like, yes, please. And that helped him significantly. So this is something that I discovered about Jack. I don't like my wet hair touching me. Um, Like when it's dripping wet, it like just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's just one of these weird quirky things that I have, right? So it's discovering sometimes these quirky things about your children. And we're always doing that. Jack, you know, we manage his ADHD, um, but there's these quirky things we're going to discover about him his whole entire life, right, that are, that really bother him. Recently, we just had to get Oliver headphones um, because noises really bother him. He gets very overstimulated in the car. Heck, I'm like, these are not a bad idea. I might need some of these when it starts getting loud in my house and it's overstimulated. I'm overstimulated, excuse me, um, where I can just put them on and it's not like totally um, like deafening, but it drowns out the noise. So, and you know, I have three boys. My house isn't going to be quiet. I mean, it's, it does get loud and it gets crazy and chaotic at times and they're just being kids a lot of the time. Um, and sometimes I just can't handle the noise. So I'm like, maybe I need some of these too, right? Like for, but Oliver, he gets bothered if people are singing and, you know, they're in close proximity. So if there's music in the car or somebody singing in the car, or even talking, he get, just gets very overstimulated at times. So this was a good solution for him. These headphones, it's this quirky thing. So I have been um, back to what I've been, uh, what I had come on here for in the first place. But, you know, just to say, like, we're just managing these quirky things and stuff. And Mondays, as much as I want them to be, you know, structured and, and stuff, you know, I was telling you all that because I'm at full capacity. I'm in grad school. I have a baby. Um, I sleep trained my baby. Now I'm sleep training him again because we're in an eight month regression and he like totally unsleep trained himself when he got sick a few weeks ago. So now we're back to sleep training my baby again. Um, school starting up for me uh, on the 15th. The podcast is not something that takes for me. It's something that fills me up. It's my passion to teach moms, to coach moms, um, to be this resource for moms. So I'm constantly figuring out like this isn't something I'm willing to give up, right? But I have to figure out how it's going to work and how I'm still going to be able to be there for you and to show up for moms, right? So um, I don't know entirely if it's going to be like this structured thing on Mondays. We might just have to show up and pray and wing it and 
do like a study or me talking about the study that I do um, in the morning kind of thing like we used to do and just have it be like that. I would like it to be more structured um, or just to talk about, you know, like what I'm learning about um, as I am constantly doing a Bible study or something like that. And um, having it be more kind of in between, right? Like a little structured, not a total written out teaching just because I am at max capacity and I don't want to overpromise and my intentions are always good. Um, but I feel like there's all these things I want to do and I can't do all of the things, right? And we have to, as moms and as people, know when okay, this is something I need to put down or this is something I need to revise how this is going to go and that's okay. And I want moms to know that it's okay. There's constantly times where we have to look at our schedules and say, this is not serving me. So as I've been on break the past few weeks, I've been watched a show a little bit and uh, from school and my kids have been off too. So like there's when my kids are off, I can't commit to anything else. Like I have to commit to my kids being here and managing my household successfully and spending time with my kids. And that's a boundary that I have. So, um, I binge watched a show that I really enjoy doing. I don't watch a lot of TV normally at all. Um, I have certain shows that I've watched for years that I'll watch, you know, as they air, you know, an episode a week. But I mean, those are few and far between and I do not watch a lot of TV. I mean, my husband and I will try to watch a movie. It's something that we enjoy doing together. And by the time we sit down to watch a movie, I mean, we were joking a few weeks ago how it takes us like three or four times to watch a movie because we can't, like, how did we get to an age or like a stage of life where we can't sit down and watch a movie, a whole movie together in one sitting? It takes us like at least two or more times. And it it was a joke. Like we were joking about it because it's ridiculous, but it's the truth. It's like the stage of life for us. So we're not mad about it. We understand that that's where we're at, but at the same exact time, it's funny to us. Like, how did we get here? You know, this is where we're at, right? So like those expectations have to go out the window right now. Um, because, you know, by the time everybody's in bed and it's just, we're exhausted. So we like, We'll sit down and be interested in something and then we're like, man, you know, we're halfway into it or we got to go to bed, you know, because we're not sleeping well and we value sleep, right? So like, and it's okay. We're like, okay, we spent some time together. We want to go to bed. It's time to go to bed for us and that's okay. So, but, um, but yeah, like I don't watch a lot of TV and, and I binge watched a show. I also downloaded these games on my phone. I never play games on my phone. Um, and I'll lay in bed and instead of reading, which I usually like will read my textbook, um, I'll download it so I can have access to it. Um, I always get the the book version if it's available because I need the hard copy. Um, it's just a thing that I just feel like I need, but I'll also get the digital copy too because I need to be able to like lay in bed and read 
um, because that's, you know, I need to be able to figure out when I have time. I also need that option so I can listen to it on Audible. Otherwise, I would never get through my reading for school. I mean, it's tedious at times, um, but necessary. So I have that option where I can listen to it and I can read it. And usually that's what I'm in bed doing. I, I have to like unwind when I get into bed. I can't just go to sleep. So I I am usually reading textbook or I'm, I'm reading something. And I'm just like, I really need mindless things to do on this break. So I downloaded all these games. Well, this morning I sat here and I started deleting games. There's one I'm going to play for a little while longer, but... Um, because I'm really into it, but I did start watching, uh, reading my textbook already. Um, it's a, it's not a textbook. It's one of the books required for school, um, my upcoming semester, but it's not a, it's a, it's a regular book and it's, it's like a study book. It's called to be told and it's all about our story. Um, and like our life story and passion and discovering our story and telling our story. And it's very, very interesting. And I really, really enjoy it. And I'm, probably almost halfway through it now, which is really cool because I just started listening to it on Audible yesterday. Um, But I have the physical copy and then I had an Audible credit and I was like, let me see if this is on Audible because I picked it up to read it and I kept getting distracted and I had to keep putting it down and I'm like, this is what's going to happen. I'm not even going to get through a chapter of this. And my goal was to listen to two chapters a day. So um, this today I've listened to over two chapters already. So that's good. Um, But there's a lot that I have going on and there's a lot of things I have to juggle and a lot of things to do. And I have to constantly look at my schedule and say, this is not serving me like the games on my phone or the, yeah, the games on my phone, I have to delete them. I'm like, I can't, this is not serving me. This served a purpose for me to do mindless things and to kind of just do something I don't normally do, but it's not filling my buckets. It's taking away. Right. So, and now my kids are back into school and I need to get back into work and I need to, um, get back into, you know, school mode and, uh, working on, you know, podcasts and my business. Um, and it's just not something I have the capacity to do with special needs children when they're home. So um, it's just a strategic thing, right? And it's just a thing that I've realized in my life is not going to work. But for Tuesdays, and my baby is waking up, so I'm going to wrap this up here. But on Tuesdays, um, I grabbed my book. So for those of you who don't know, I am a certified positive discipline uh, parent educator. Um, and I earned that certification in 2018 um, after I earned my associate's degree or right before I earned my associate's degree, excuse me, in um, early childhood education. And then I went on to get a bachelor's in human development and family studies. Um, I'm just, since we're talking about this, I'm just letting you know what my credentials are. And I have a life coaching certification. Um, and I'm in grad school as a student therapist. So I am going to, my degree is marriage and family therapy. So once I earn that and I become, I take the test, I'll become a licensed therapist. So, um, but one of the books, uh, that I purchased when I became certified to teach positive discipline to parents 
is called Positive Discipline A to Z, 1001 Solutions to Everyday Parenting Problems. Well, there's something going on in my home right now, and I wanted to go to the book and say, hmm, I want to see what the book says about this. So what we're going to do on Tuesdays is we are going to, um, we're going to look at these solutions and we're going to talk about them. And we're going to give you real solutions to 1,001 solutions to everyday parenting problems. This is something simple that I can do on Tuesdays. It shouldn't take that long um, for me to talk about. I am, uh, I am certified and uh, qualified to teach from this book, um, meaning I have... I have the right to teach from this book um, because I earned the certification from, you know, through the author who teach who has this book and I am able to use all of the resources um, to teach. So obviously I'm going to teach in my way and not like just read from the book, but to give you solutions. And I'll let you know what, you know, if there's certain phrases or something that, you know, Jane Nelson and Lynn Law and uh, Stephen Glenn have created and, um, uh, curated in the book to, I will let you know, you know, this is, you know, what the phrase that they say that you should use, um, in this situation or whatever. And I'll let you know. And I'll also, um, let you know how that relates in my life and in my home and in ways that I have used it as well. So, um, I just wanted to let you all know to say hi and to let you all know that I'm excited to be back. Um, it, you know, in a larger capacity than just um, expert guest speaker episodes. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and that uh, you are going to have a happy new year. Let's uh, be more positive in not just our parenting life, but in our lives all together and to grow. Um, this year in 2024, let's commit to growth um, in positive ways and especially um, as moms and in our homes. So we are going to go through uh, some really awesome solutions that don't feel icky and don't feel bad and, and, and eliminate a lot of power struggles in our homes. And in, in, in some ways, I need this too because there's certain things that like I just become accustomed to doing because it's what's been embedded in me. Um, whereas I haven't picked up, you know, these books in a while and there's other things that, you know, I've been focused on doing. So this is definitely a good refresher for me. This will definitely help keep me accountable and change some things that I need to change in my home. Cause I'm human, just like you, uh, even though I have knowledge and information, I'm not perfect at all. And I definitely make mistakes on my parenting journey. Um, a hundred percent. And no matter how much knowledge, no matter how much information, no matter how much coaching, no matter how, uh, many degrees or certifications I earn, I'm always going to be human and I'm going to screw up too. And it's really important that we give ourselves grace as moms. And that's hard for me to do. So I'm not saying that lightly. It's hard for me, uh, especially because I hold myself to a higher standard because of what I do. Um, but it's important and it's a good reminder for me too is that I need to give myself grace just like the rest of us. And um, mom guilt is something we need, really need to eliminate from our lives. So I think this year we'll work on that too is like eliminating mom guilt and stop comparing ourselves to others because we are amazing just 
as we are. And if we can just grow into the people we're supposed to be and God has called us to be as moms and as just individuals, then that's perfect. We don't need to be like anybody else. So I'm going to go get my baby, but I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. I am super excited to be back here with you on Monday uh, for prayer. And then on Tuesday, as we kick off our uh, positive discipline solutions and we can just really take these practical uh, steps in our home to make changes. And I'm going to uh, give you a challenge. So every week I'm going to challenge you to apply one of these things that we learned and to see how it works out for you. So um, we'll give you the solutions and then we'll challenge you to put them to use. So I'm excited. I hope you are too. And I hope if you haven't yet listened to the episode that aired today, um, or no, not today, we have an episode airing tomorrow. Um, I'm like all confused with what day of the week it is. It's Wednesday. Um, But tomorrow we have an episode with an expert guest speaker. Stay tuned and make sure that you hop on listening to that. So until next time, Mama, take care and God bless.